it's, happy it's, holidays. It's snowing in my apartment. <laughs> to the friends from college, talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name's Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Jesse Sandoval. What's up, guys? And we have two wonderful guests who've already been on the podcast. So we wanted to bring them to our holiday party. Jake, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Thank you guys for having me here. Always holiday party it is. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we all we all have drinks, I think. Uh, Trent, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I have a bourbon that's about halfway done. All right. Before we get into Clipper stuff, I want to ask you two. We'll start with Jake. How's your holidays and December been going? I know you've been very busy. Dude, dude, going great. Um, Busy. I just finished holiday shopping, what, yesterday? I went to Santa Monica. It was packed. Um. Good. I mean, good, man. Just just working, designing, getting ready for all-star game stuff right now. Ooh. So that's there. Yeah, I'm working on that. Hopefully we get some all-star selection, you know, however that works. But yeah, that's that's it for now. It should, it should be Luke Kennard because if we're going to allow one person from Ohio to be in the all-star game, it should be Luke. Yeah, right? it should be Luke Kennard. But... <laughs> <laughs> the state of Ohio only gets one all-star. <laughs> only one. Only one. Mr. Luke. Yes, sir. How about you, Trent? What's going on? Uh, this year was a unique experience for my wife and I, we had our poop in a group from day one and, uh, all of our shopping is done. All the, all the presents are wrapped. We've been done for like two weeks now. So she takes the whole week of Christmas off. She, you may hear some baking going in the background today. There's some elves in the kitchen right now, throwing together some gingerbread and uh, it's going to be a party up in this joint. You're too responsible, man. Isn't that nice? So take the whole week off. Kids are nice. out of school. Hell it's yeah. Like, ah. Jess, Jesse hasn't finished, or he just finished. Is that? Is that uh, you no, me? I haven't finished. I have to go. I'm going to go to Ikea right now. I have to fight some old man for a bed frame. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Is that, is that, are you getting that for yourself or are you getting that for somebody else? Uh, for somebody else. Oh, okay. So, I, I, respect, I respect that you're like, you know what this person wants? A bed frame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like easily that. the weirdest Christmas gift. Yeah, ever I, it was on the list. Are you going to wrap it? Are you going to wrap it? Because I'm not going to wrap it. That's a you long know, ass. Gift. I am not going to wrap it. I'm not going to bother hiding it. I'm just going to like it's there. You know what it is. I'll set it up tomorrow. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to set it up too? That, that's very nice of you. I I I finished my Christmas shopping probably last week, but me and my wife have a tradition where we wear matching pajamas or we try to wear matching pajamas on new year's so we wanted to get them before christmas and stuff like that so old navy had these mat like these rainbow pajamas and we wanted to get these rainbow pajamas so we both have rainbow onesies and we got our dog a matching rainbow sweater for new year's so, and i went to old navy yesterday oh, yeah. the parking lot was stupid i hate driving during the holidays uh, and but it is what it is what's the closest mall to you uh, we have. I would probably say the closest mall. I think there's the Orange Outlets here in Anaheim. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah um, yeah. and the, the Brea Mall's not too Brea far. Brea Mall, yeah, Brea Mall. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it must be good to have options, huh? Yeah, there's plenty of <laughs> options. Like it just depends on like how far you're willing to go. Like Santa Ana Main Place. Yeah, you could you, you could drive all the way to South Orange County too and go to like South Coast Plaza or whatever. Love know. that mall. Super nice. Welcome yeah. to Orange County Mall Forum. <laughs> <laughs> where, where we talk all mall all the time. Yeah. Uh, there's a people, there's Clipper fans tuning in, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is the word like they're, they're they're looking they they refresh it they're like are is this what i clicked on <laughs> this is the worst holiday party ever <laughs> i guess we should get into clippers basketball so i would probably say they've had probably their worst game of the season this week and probably in my opinion one of the most fun games they've had this week um i'm not a big fan of the the health and safety protocol stuff but i i i kind of enjoy watching younger players play because of it and uh, so, do you guys have any thoughts on the Spurs game, or do we just not want to talk about it? This the Spurs game? I'm not familiar <laughs> uh, with such a thing. This didn't happen, right? Yeah, I don't think it happened. We if didn't we, show up for it. If we check the record, it just there's like an asterisk next to it. Like, yeah, it, Bro, it was you, so bad. So bad. <laughs> I, 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 dude, I was sitting. I was sitting like um, two rows from courtside. And I was just watching and I was just like, bro, like, well, first they look like their legs were gone. And then after like the second quarter, it looks like they were just like, up, oh, back it up. And that was it. Yeah, it was sheesh. Well, Reggie Jackson's legs were gone for at least a month before that game. And Cooked. yeah. And Cooked, yeah. like Paul George looked good because he came and rested, but everybody Fresh. else was just done. Yeah, and bro. I don't know what to say. Like it was, it was just one of those things where it's like you're wa- you've been watching Clippers basketball for over a year now. You're kind of thinking like, well, you know, twenty point they could come back from that, mm-hmm. and then it started becoming thirty, and you're like, huh, all right. And then we're, and then you're looking at the standings like, oh, the Spurs are not even in the plan, huh? All right, <laughs> all right. Okay, this is one of those Clipper games, huh? All right, cool. All right. Yeah, off to the Kings. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, if the Kings had their full lineup, I, I'm sure if we came in there with the same mentality, we would have not had a good time. I liked what I saw in the Kings game you defensively. I, I think our offense still looks like a bunch of guys who just met in the parking lot before the game. <laughs> hey, what's up? Mike, right? Paul, whatever. Uh, but I, I liked I liked what I saw defensively. I liked all of the the help defense, the switches, the rotations, all looked good. They were talking out there. Uh, so de- like defensively, it looked really good, and then offensively, it looked like a pickup game. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. It, it's weird because last year it looks so smooth, and this year I feel like there's moments where it looks really smooth, and that's when like Nick Batum's out there, and then there's moments where it just looks like everyone's trying to ISO even if they don't have the ball. Like they're just like I'm just gonna do my own thing over here and like what are you doing like you don't even have the ball you're in the corner right now Brandon Boston, <laughs> um, but what are your thoughts Jesse? Um, it was a shitty game against the Spurs. <laughs> right? I mean it was like uh, I rushed home because I didn't get to watch the first half and I was like all right I gotta watch the game so I'm like speaking home and I get to the second half I'm like oh this is fucking awful I'm like. It was just terrible. Did it hurt worse that you rushed home and you're yeah. like, cool, I get to it watch was... this game? And then you realize, you know, I, I could have been doing something else at this time. But uh, the <laughs> I was really happy about the Kings game. Uh, I like seeing the, the young guys play. Uh, Coffee was playing really well. I don't know why, but I guess so. I get super excited whenever I, whenever I see Coffee on, on the on the Me court. Me too. Yeah. It's it's um, kind of a shame that he's a two way player 
because he's yeah. limited on the amount of games he plays, unless they lift that rule this year. Because they, the they lifted it, they lifted, lifted it this it. week. Yep. Okay, unlimited, so he uh, could play the rest of the season on the main roster. No, uh, no problems. No All right, problems. cool. Because as, as of a few weeks ago, I believe it was still he could only play forty something games, right? Yeah, it was last week. Fifty games. This, this is why you're on the podcast, Trent. This is why you're here. I read we, we, stuff. Me, me, and Jesse would just been rambling on, like, well, Kofi, I don't know if Coffee could play this much. You know, you saved us about five minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> so. I would have been googling it for right now. <laughs> so Coffee could. How play. do you guys feel about uh? How do you guys feel about Serge Ibaka in that game? No, uh, you guys go first. Uh, oh man, um, look, man. I'm happy to see him out there defensively, rebounding the ball. The offense got to come together, of course, a little bit. It's going to take a little bit. Uh, he looked good last night, though. He looked yeah. good last night. And, he, you know, he was playing Tristan Thompson out there and Rashawn Holm a couple stints and stuff. I thought he looked okay. I was happy with it. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Ch- Tristan Thompson's still playing, to be honest. <laughs> well, you sometimes forget when, play, when, play, when, teams, when players go to the Kings, you kind of forget they're still in the league. You think they retired, but they're like, oh, no, they're in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tristan Thompson and Rashawn Holmes are two very active big men, and he was able to keep up with them pretty well. Right. I don't trust him when we play him at the four, but you know, he was able to keep up with those two guys pretty well. I I think that Serge that was a a very positive outing for him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. My 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 thing my thing my thing with Serge right now is. He's not Kawhi or Paul George, right? So, like, if they were unhappy, you'd probably be like, we got to figure out a way to make these two happy, right? With Serge, if he's mm-hmm. unhappy, then I'd rather just, like, all right, figure out a way to make him happy and let him leave somewhere. Um, the only thing I could think of is it would be nice in the playoffs, especially if someone got hurt or just someone's not playing well, like Harnstein's not ready for the moment, that we have that card in our pocket that we could just be like, all right, here's Ibaka. Absolutely. You know? But – um, if he's just going to be miserable the whole season, I don't know. We're actually kind of gifted and cursed to have three big men who have three different talent sets. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, we mm-hmm. want to use them all, but at the same time, we want to use the right one at the right time. Zoo is defensive and low post present. Surge can stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. Hartenstein is a chaos factor that nobody can touch. Plus, he brings an amazing amount of energy. Mm-hmm. So, all three guys do different things. Mm-hmm. And it would be really nice to have all three and say, well, tonight we're playing these people, you know, they like to go five out. So we'll play more like heart and surge and keep zoo on the bench or, you know, we're playing go bear. We can put, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. Out there and space them out of the, out of the game. It would be nice to have those things as a, we've got to find minutes for all three of them. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't see, We'll get into that later. I don't see his trade and search. I don't see it. Happening. I I think Zoo, Zoo is the best overall five mm-hmm. we have. The, but the, the advanced the, metrics on the on the ratings, offensive ratings, defensive ratings shows it that yeah, the team's better when he's on the court. Yeah, and without there, Eric Bledsoe, and there's there's limitations <laughs> like with his game, but that mm-hmm. but he's a seven million dollar center. Like that's what, what I expect, always say. You know, like yeah, that's what I always um, say. Isaiah, it's funny because he fouls a lot, but I do think there's something there defensively. He does put his hands up. He does block shots, but sometimes they're, they're called fouls, so you don't see it on the box score. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I do think 
with enough time. And if he and my thing about the Clippers right now, like we're talking about, and we'll get into this on the Twitter question later, but um, I do think we could keep him if he enjoys the culture enough, and we could offer him something somewhat better financially. It's just I don't know what what that is, and, our, and if he's worth something at the end of the season, we'll figure that out, you know. Like, but surge, surge, just like if he, it's one of those things. Like, if we're gonna lose him next year, anyways, then maybe we could get something for him, even if it's not a lot, or we could package him with somebody. But I have, I have a, I have a wild take, and we'll maybe get into it later. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have any more thoughts on this week? Jesse, um, this week in Cl- Clipper basketball, yeah. Except for uh, the stupid ass. Uh, oh, I want to ask you, Trent, because I saw a tweet you put that that you uh, you um, said that you saw, you see some winnable games in this next five and seven. So I do. The, this I, next, I, this upcoming five and seven, I think, has three very winnable games in it. All right, so I want you to. Let me know which ones those are. Do you want me to list them off for you? I think that the first, the first back to back, this is crazy talk, right? Oh yeah. Because of the situation the Nets are in, the first back to back, if we can pull off that win against Denver, that we can beat the Nets the next night because they're going to be playing, you know, Blake Griffin plus a JV team. Right. I think Harden's back though. Harden's back. Millsap is back. Uh, well, I'm most have no I bet you the Nets are pretty upset that Mill steps back. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's back yeah. at practice. Come on, unless <laughs> unless it's 2016 Millsap, I'm not worried about him. Right. Uh, that's just harsh. And, and I also think that the Raptors game is winnable. They've got a lot of issues of their own. Scotty Barnes, Van Vliet, uh, both went into protocol yesterday. Yeah. Okay, so they'll probably be out so until that friday at least and at least and you and if we know anything from seeing nick come back after an extended period out you don't look very well, good in your first game back most teams from because i play fantasy basketball so i've had players had covid since october most teams do want their players to have like two to three days of conditioning after their 10 days so except for the lakers who are just built different so <laughs> <laughs> I would I would probably yeah I'd probably say that Celtics game is probably lost just because of traveling. <laughs> I think the Celtics game is going to be tough, but it's uh, winnable. But you know, with COVID, you never know what could happen. We could lose 10 players, they could lose 10 players. Damn probably. straight. So yeah. uh I think the Nets on the other back to back that we have. Uh let's get through pro- the first one first. They'll probably be at full strength <laughs> by then. Yeah. Uh yeah, maybe, maybe, and then we play Minnesota at home. Hopefully, we're good. We're good there, and then we play Phoenix, and then the Grizzlies, which both will be tough. Oof. Yeah. When will Reggie be able to be available? When will he be available? So I think he's out technically till the yeah. First. I think I saw something January first. Yeah. January first. Okay. That's so, January first if they maintain the current ten day, but they're yeah. talking about moving it to a six day. Six days. So, so health and safety protocol would be six days plus two negative tests. So, you know, you know, we could just, you know, the league could just do ten days to keep everyone safe. You know, but <laughs> yeah, but that would interfere with making money. 
it, it makes sense like to like extend it but the shorting and everything <laughs> like, right. like, no, no, it makes sense man <laughs> yeah. it's just um, right. sure aside from that terrence Mann has been fantastic he continues to play really well with the starting lineup so um, yeah, one thing one thing that annoys me though, he's catching that Eric Bledsoe. I feel like he's watching too many. He's been watching Eric Bledsoe too much. He always goes in and then kicks out. <laughs> he doesn't realize who's out there. He's like, "Oh shit, <laughs> who do I pass this to?" My my favorite is when it, they kick it out and it's Zoo who gets it out there. So then Zoo <laughs> just has to wait for everyone to get back. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like, "That's why we're probably not getting in transition because it's just like, all right, well, I'm not gonna do anything with this. I'll just wait to reset the offense." All right. <laughs> I, I don't want to hear any Eric Bledsoe slander on this spot. Mm. No, that wasn't slander. I'm just <laughs> he was money against the Kings. He He's was also really, he was also like the only good player we had on the floor against the Spurs. Oh, but he's he there's there's moments where in some in the last week and a half two weeks where i felt like he's the only one who looks like an actual nba player on our on the court for the clippers at times. Since detaching him from Reggie. Mhm. Taking saying this is not a pairing that works, they've both been better. Bledsoe's been a lot better. Right, I agree. But and everybody, they, even Reggie's been be. better. And they still play together a little bit, but not not like not like a whole not first quarter. Yeah, yeah. All right, do you want to get into some Twitter questions? Let's do it. All right, so everybody uh, loves Twitter, right? Like, it, it is, it is a a garden of humility. And love and peace. Twitter love is it. a beautiful and, place. And, and, and Zubok trade rumors. All right. So uh, the Yamagata 32, <laughs> which is Robert Yamagata. Why haven't yes, I been Rob on the sports? Why haven't I been on the podcast? And this is a question for Trent and Jake because this is your guys' podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're just guests. Well, well, the 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 take people behind the current mine and jesse's plan is to at least have a clippers twitter person on our podcast once a month at least so that's we do yeah, roughly fine. four episodes we've had you guys on last month we have you guys back this month so we're gonna ask clippers twitter people so robert will eventually be on the podcast and so nope. especially if you start hitting some people up and then we're, they say no so like for example when i hit up uh quinn richardson and he says no then i guess i'll hit up robert yamagata you know <laughs> <laughs> wow uh no rob's the best i love rob his show is like tailored specifically for me it's clippers basketball and pro wrestling uh and then yeah. stupid stupid stuff that's happening in the rest of the world of sports i'm like this guy speaks directly to my soul so he i I, I, I like robert a lot too because he is he he seems like you you this this group of four plus robert are super engaged with each other every time something happens clippers related so he, he's, uh, he's part of John Wall tweets. Uh, I, I love him. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> he's he, he's part of our war games team. So that's one of the uh, war games team. I like it. Yeah, war like games. It. I like it. Uh, LAC young boy. Realistically, will Kawhi be ready for the playoffs? I'm gonna say yes. Okay, Jesse. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. <sighs> You know, my educational background tells me yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Nothing correlated to <laughs> to anything in the medical field, but I've seen him eat some. Uh, I seen him in Hawaii, Hawaii, you know, riding a was it ATV? So he's pretty good. He's right. pretty good right now. How about you, Trent? Everything I've seen, everything I've heard, even the Sacramento Kings play by play guy mm-hmm. uh, 
John, what was his name? Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. He said he talked <laughs> to Kawhi before the game, and Kawhi said he wants he's going to make every effort to come back this season. Honestly, based on the timetable, as long as he doesn't have any major setbacks, yes. But that's uh, a big caveat. So. It's funny because I believe it uh, was it the Jazz or the Thunder. There was like a shoot around where Kawhi was at, and Jazz. I remember. And Ralph Lawler was like, he doesn't look good. And I'm like, dude, Ralph Lawler just comes on Twitter just to piss off Clipper fans, it feels like. <laughs> like, he's getting paid by somebody. I don't, I don't know. Because Ralph Lawler is my favorite Clipper of all time. But He's uh, the greatest Clipper of all time. Yeah. Fight me. Uh, <laughs> but Ralph is, what, 80? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an old man with, with Twitter. What do you expect him to do? And then he'll sometimes be he's like. He's got no filter. My, my favorite thing about Ralph is he'll be like, you know what? Like, this is why we shouldn't have treated Shay or something. And I'm like, okay, man, let's, let's relax. We got Kawhi and PG basically in the same deal. Let's he's, got, he's got no filter. So he's going to oh, yeah. give you the raw, whatever it is he's thinking. And you know what? Bless him. I love, I love Ralph. He can do no wrong. He's had a Twitter thing with me. Called oh. me out. Get out of here, really? Oh, nah, yeah. Uh, yeah when, I screenshotted when, it. It was nasty. When was this? Uh, this was about a month ago. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he did not. <laughs> really? He did not appreciate one of my takes on his take. So, oh, can, uh, can, can, my... can you elaborate? Without... I don't. I don't have it. Oh, okay. You don't. But, you... but it did happen. Oh, okay. We're gonna. We're gonna I'll ask sh- about that I'll later. Sh- Pixar didn't happen. I'll, I'll, <laughs> share, I'll share the photos once I dig them up. So. Okay. It, but it, it's been a while. Uh, Jacob Nation Thirty Two. Who would you like us to sign with the COVID exception, if need be? We've already signed Moses Wright, but technically I think we could sign another person at this point if we wanted to. I wanted Lance Stevenson. Whew. Oh, yeah. Lance. <laughs> Talk. I wanted Lance Stevenson, man. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Lancelot guy. Um, born ready, Brooklyn, New York. I'm a huge fan, man. I wanted him to come over so bad. So bad. Technically a former Clipper. Um, not even – Technically, not even for basketball reasons. I just really wanted him on the team. More than I just really wanted him. And a lot of people don't remember this, but Lance played Lance's most successful stint in the NBA was alongside you, Paul George. You already know it. So oh, it's yeah. like yeah. I, another they're, dynamic they're, guard. Yeah. He went to the they're, Hawks, right? The yeah, Hawks. who did Lance stand with? I think it was the Hawks. The Hawks. The Hawks. Okay. Uh, is there any other retired NBA people that you guys would like to cl- like? Everyone's throwing Jamal Crawford out. I wouldn't too. mind. Like, I wouldn't mind. I would if Jamal Crawford signed with the Clippers for ten days, played in garbage time, went two for ten on the court. I'd still buy his jersey. I I'm in his corner a- too. I agree with him. I just for nostalgic reasons, I, I just just especially to get a, a modern version of the Jamal Crawford jersey. Yeah, perfect. Oh. <laughs> Just as for 10 days, does he get a ring if the Clippers win? Does he get a ring if he played 10 uh, days? With the I think so. I'm going to go no. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I think if you play on the roster at any point. <laughs> I, just, I just picture Steve Ballmer going like, you know, we could give you this ring. <laughs> Wasn't it a few but years no. ago where Anderson was it? Was it? Bearsdale? Yeah, and he played Both for teams. the – yeah, I think he played for the Warriors, Warriors. against yeah, the Cavs, and, and no matter who won, he was going to get a ring. Yes, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was I was just like you know thinking like because I'm trying to think of like old people who are playing the G League or something like that. But I was like, you know what? It'd just be randomly cool just to see JJ Redick or something. Just like I'm gonna <laughs> because so, mo- uh, most my likely- answer 
most, most likely the person's going to sign and not play. You know what I mean? So it was just like just to see the person wear the jersey again, maybe do shoot around and then maybe play some garbage time. That would be cool. I've got a wild answer for this. Okay. Jeremy Lin. Oh, that would be that, that would be cool. That's actually a good. That's actually yeah, that's, really good, man. I actually that's actually that really one. good because I, I honestly don't think he's as washed as people make him out to be. Um, one way or the other, he's got a high basketball IQ. Yeah, he does, and it's yeah. never bad to have a high basketball IQ guy on your bench. One thing yeah. too, he's really fast too. Like he, I mean, we want pace, right? So he brings yeah. that to the table. I kind of, um, I like that. I like that trend. That was my, 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 the thing against Jeremy Lin that people, I guess, have people have is that you know when you're an offensive player, which Jeremy Lin is, and you yeah. don't play really good defense, and then all of a sudden offensively you're not as good as you used to be, then people away. are like, there's yeah. like, well, there's not really a lot of use for you. But yeah, Jeremy Lin would be great. He was in the G League. Last year, I believe he played. For, he played for Santa scoring. Cruz, right? Yeah, let him yeah. scoring. He was killing, bro. Yeah, Jeremy did he ever Lin get it? Did he ever get a contract after that? No, I don't think so. No, no. Just, that yeah. was like his whole thing during the summer, like around May, um, July. He was just kind of like, "Well, how come I never got my NBA contract?" And, you know, yeah. basically. You know, he's got something to prove too, Jeremy Lin. Yeah, yeah, that would be a really one. good one. That is a that's good one. free to the Clippers. Uh, don't let anybody non Clippers listen to this because somebody else snakes him. I'm going to be pissed now. Oh, he had COVID 19. The Sack Kings Forum, the Sack Kings Forum podcast. They're just like, hey, you know, you guys have already forgot our play by play guy, and we're going to take Jeremy Lin for you now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, that, <laughs> I'm not that smart. Somebody else already thought of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Way of the Glen, which is, is a, there's a, this is a long one. With the emergence of Hartenstein and the struggles of Ibaka, do we trade Ibaka and, real- and realistically, what can we get from him at this point in time? That's the first question. We'll stop there. Uh, what do you guys realistically think we could get for Ibaka if it was straight up by himself? I'm sure if we add, we could come up hypotheticals where we could add Bledsoe or whatever, but like, let's just say Ibaka by himself. Who do we get? With an expiring deal, right? Yeah. On an expiring deal, I would say probably cash considerations, a second round pick, or it's going to be somewhere, you know, uh, it's tough. It's going to be like a 14th, 15th man type of thing. Yeah. And most likely he's going to a contender or you're sending him to, you know, a really washed up team to kind of like spend his last days there. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, my, my stance on it is, a lot of people, I think, get really hyped up during the season for players to be traded for players. Same, and I yeah. and I think like if we were if this was the off season and we just traded Ibaka for picks or something or more cash or figure out mm-hmm. I think we would all be okay with that. It's so I, I, I look at it from that perspective as this is without Kawhi and what's to say Kawhi doesn't come back this year. This is just an extended off season with a lot of basketball games being played. <laughs> so, so it's, so yeah. we gotta be yeah. thinking of like the future. And the thing is like, I think Kawhi likes Ibaka a lot. They try, they, they text yeah. all the time about like, yeah, Hey, are you playing or not? So I think if we could get Ibaka to the point where he's still here, once Kawhi comes back, then I think we're gonna have a different story to be told, but I don't know. But I also, don't want to lose Harden, but the thing is, I'm gonna throw this out there. If Harnstein plays less or he's kind of DNPing or something, 
Maybe we get. You want to tank his season to tank <laughs> his value? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will be selfish. Yes. You are the worst general manager <laughs> you, ever. You tank Hartenstein's season so he comes back for the minimum next year. <laughs> no way, man. Hart, Hart has. That's the second part of this question. I already saw it. Yeah. The, the answer to the surge part, it's a 9.3-ish million expiring mm, yeah. deal. It has a little bit of value. It would have to be the right place. Somebody that can either use him desperately or to go to a contender, you're not going to get much. I, I would say the only place I could see him being traded to is Toronto because they would really love to have him. Mm-hmm. They have a history with him. They have a need at center, backup center. But yeah. what are they going to give up? Next to nothing. I could also see him like a, a coach that does well with these old veteran centers. And I wouldn't say he's an old veteran center, but he sometimes plays like it. Is Greg Pop is very good at finding right. value and making these uh, veteran centers work in his system. So, but but, but why? Well, why would the Spurs lot- want him? Why is the COVID thing now six days? You know, just no, things I'm, happen. No, I'm not sure why the Spurs. I'm not sure why the Spurs would want him. I do think. I mean, you know, Thaddeus Young has been talking about how he's like unhappy with playing time. I don't know yeah. if their contracts match up. I'm sure he's around probably like around the ten mil range though, because he's a he's a vet kind of. So I, I have um, I have a sticky take, but I, there, it's it's going to involve another question. So I'm going to wait yeah, we'll till wait, the end. We'll, 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 we'll wait, wait to we'll it. Wait. Yeah. All right. So. The next question that we have is not from Twitter. It's just questions that we've developed ourselves. In the light of the recent loss to the Spurs, and we didn't lose to the Kings, we saw the repercussion of the lack of boxing out and rebounding. Is this a fixable problem or one that the Clippers will have to overcome with better offensive efficiency? That is the question that Ty Lue and his staff are beating each other about the head and shoulders yeah. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think so, like do you think Ty Lue just takes all his frustrations out on like Wesley Johnson in the back? Like that's oh, why he's well, there to get yelled at. I think I think the Clippers coaching staff has like an octagon that yeah. every once in a while it's like Shaw and Ty get in there and they just go at it. And, and Ty's <laughs> like the reigning champion, yeah. just choking people out left and right. They're letting him win. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, they have to let him win. I have a, I have a like a diatribe about the answer to this question because this is I think this is what boils down the entire season. This team, more than any other team that I've seen play this year, is a momentum based team, mm-hmm. and it's it's not just in game; it's game to game. How many other teams have had a seven game win streak and a five game losing streak, like the Rockets? But they have an excuse because they're all kids. It's all about momentum. And what we're missing right now is a guy who's capable of swinging the momentum in game. What we miss right now is Patrick Beverly. Mm -hmm. Patrick Beverly brought an intensity that could swing a game in your favor. So much intensity that sometimes it would swing too far and he would break the game. Right. The only guy I see on our on the roster right now with the skill set and the potential motor to replace that is Terrence man Terrence man yeah he has he's got to develop the same intensity level that Patrick Beverly had which is nigh impossible to do but if he can it changes everything that one guy willing to go through anybody to get a rebound 
because it's not our bigs fault. When you look at their numbers, their rebounds per 36, the bigs are doing their job. It's right. the other 13 guys on the roster that aren't. And, and we've got to, the mentality has to change from the wing players and the guards. Right. Yeah. You got to think a little, you got to have a little Pat Beverly in you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and once that momentum swing happens, once the guys start gang rebounding, everything changes. Momentum changes, everything changes. And we can see that happen inside a game. I do see that mentality. He did the rock a baby. Gets, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the Kings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the frustrating thing for fans and probably even Tyloo is we have three very talented centers, yet we get re- out rebounded constantly. And and then sometimes we even switch it up. We'll just be like, all right, we'll try this one. And then they're still getting out rebounded. I do think it is a little bit of the roster, uh, the way the roster was made, is that we don't have any player really that is kind of transitions from four to five, if that makes sense, like the power forward to center position, because our power forwards right now are really threes that play power forward. Four, yeah. yeah. And yeah. True. So like Marcus Morris is probably the only natural – four we have and he's missed the whole season feels like and and that not to the i would say it's not his fault even though <laughs> i've had some takes on this podcast um and then nick batum is what i would call like a steve nash phoenix suns era level power forward like four you know like the boris mm-hmm. dl kind of uh player where he's like he's really technically like a small forward but like you could technically be a shooting guard if it was the right team, but he's playing power forward for us. And so we don't really have like Moses Wright, who we just signed to our 10 day. He's going to be, it's going to be that kind of guy, but I don't know in Ty's offense, if that's going to work either. So like you said, it is a, it is a momentum based thing where it's like when we're shooting well, who gives a shit if we lose the rebounding thing, you know? If we're playing well, we get with W's, who cares? But when we're losing by 30 and we're getting out rebound the way we did, it's super noticeable. Mm-hmm. And it's that is a, what you say is Moses Wright is a Trez clone, you know, mm-hmm. super high energy, su- super aggressive around them. He's got a great skill set just to finish and he rebounds. The, the problem is that doesn't fit into the highly technical Tyloo offense. Yeah. That we we really haven't seen yet because they can't get consistent consistent roster. I mean, our offense is a disaster right now because we don't run a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And you know when our offense looks best is when Paul George and Zubats are running the pick and roll together. Right, they create good shots every damn time. And, and but, sometimes we run an offense, or not our offense, but we run a team out there that we have our center out there who's probably 6'11 or higher, and then the next, the tallest person we have is 6'5". Six, 6'5". Five. Six, five. Yeah. 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 And, like, we're not going to, even if, and the thing is, like, what Patrick Beverly brought is he's not a box score player. You know, his box score wasn't the best, but you could just tell from the eye test that he was doing something special on the court. Terrence Mann could do that. But the, what happened is he scored 39 points against the Utah Jazz, and now he's a box score, box score player. Like, we look at his box score every game, and we get frustrated by things. But I also he, need to say, like, hit, like, people are so – like, I'm so over it. Like, people are so critical of T-Man. Like, yeah. 
you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's I, I think, I think he, I, even when he was struggling, out like, and he was not hitting shots or he's making easy and decisive this season, I was kind of like, dude, that's Terrence Mann's game. We've watched that all yeah. last year. We, we were happy yeah, with man. it against the Jazz. We should be happy about it you, now. Absolutely. You say we watched it all last year, but we didn't. He was the this guy was year. not a consistent rotation <laughs> true, player. True. Yeah. Until like Until February. This year. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah Same yeah. with Luke Kennard. Like, Luke had his full rotation minutes in Detroit, but we haven't seen it in a Clippers uniform until mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the benefits to having a bunch of guys missing, including Kawhi, and it sucks that we don't have Kawhi on the court, but you're finally getting to figure out who the hell are the rest of the dudes on this team? Mm-hmm. Right. And you, you're finding out what they do well, what they don't do well. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, this is all going to work out. I swear. If Clippers Twitter panics like that fast. <laughs> like, trade the whole team. Burn it down. Sell the franchise. Yeah. You know, well, calm I, I, down. They're still trying to figure out who the hell the other people are. I, I do think Clippers Twitter is a little spoiled by a decade of winning because <laughs> like based on everything that's happened in terms of the injuries and all that, if, if you told me we were going to be, I think what, 17 and 15 right now, yeah. uh, I, I would be fine with that. Jesse, you got any takes? Just context, man. When you're, when you don't have your best players on the court, you know, right. <laughs> the draw that Paul George brings and Kawhi Leonard both on the court is just too immense for other players just to neglect, you know. So they're always going to keep an eye on them. So I'm already looking forward to, you know, the future. So I'm loving what Luke Kennard is bringing to the table. I'm loving what T-Man's doing, especially with the starting lineup. That gives that that gives a uh, you know Ty Lue some more possibilities of some matchups, some like tinkering that he can do. Um, but overall. I'm not concerned. I'm okay with it. Calm down. Just enjoy the basketball game. There you there go, it. man. There we go. I like that. Do you have the Word document open, Jesse? Yes, I do. I think the next question you should read. <laughs> <laughs> do you think Mook listens to this podcast because it seems like Brian pissed him off and has been stellar? Is this suit- Is this sustainable? Do you- Okay, so... I do think because I have been a believer for, of Marcus Morris since the beginning of the season. So uh, mute yourself now. <laughs> uh, yeah, lion sack. <laughs> I, I I do think I'll I'll be honest. A lot of people are saying Nick Batum's the second most important player on the team. No, I do think it's Marcus Morris. If you actually look at the difference between the way the team plays since Marcus has been out these last few games. It's been night because I think if let's just say we Nick missed the Thunder game, but we had Marcus playing, I think that game would have been a lot smoother. Just so so many things that Marcus brings to the court, brings to the team. I'll be honest, at the beginning of the season, I thought he just didn't bring those things anymore, but he clearly does, and I think it's extremely important that he gets healthy and he plays. Or we need to let him rest. We let him rest, but yeah, I I I. I I, I would like to have some thank yous from Clipper Nation for pissing him off and getting him ready, but um, it's 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 a sacrifice I I took to the get the team ready, you know. You blocked me on Twitter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 imagine like um, uh, we try to get like media credentials or something, and Marcus is like, 
No, no not, not for the LEC form. I've heard those guys. <laughs> I imagine him listening to you guys with his Beats headphones on while he's throwing up some plates on the bench going, some bitch, Brian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to meet him at a game. This asshole keeps lying about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, love, I love Marcus Morris. I think that he would try to play basketball in a phone booth if he could. Like he, he literally like if you're if you're a defender and you're all up in him, he just smiles and goes, yeah, whatever, I'm going up. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like he could get a decent shot up out of a rugby scrum, just a disaster area. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna get a, de- a shot that looks like it's gonna go in. He brings so much to to the offense. Not as much defensively as he did a few years ago, but he's he's become a really amazing three-level offensive player. I mean, he's not going to dazzle you with his dunks, but he he does have nice touch around the rim. His mid-range game is dynamic. Love it. I did not realize how automatic his mid-range game was until I think it was game five of the Western Conference Finals last year. Like, he's a Philadelphia so hooper. Oh, uh, yeah. You did know. they ever uh, disclose what took him out? during that stretch like they just said knee soreness right but yeah. was there like an underlying condition so, between i i was watching valley sports as pregame one time and you know because that's where all the news is at um and they um mentioned that marcus said that his he felt like his knee was fine but it was not conditioned and he was afraid that he was going to hurt it again something on that line so he decided to take some time off get his knee conditioned so it could be ready to play that's why like some days it said like knee conditioning and some days it said knee soreness the injury report was just all jacked up hmm. but you know valley sports pre-game information i don't really know because like i feel like it's just clippers propaganda at some some points it's like hey look at this guy he's doing great and i'm like nah, i watched that guy shoot for like two for ten from the, the court the other day <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah when you say clippers injury report i i picture jason powell in the corner with a magic eight ball just <laughs> is marcus available tonight signs point to no that's funny <laughs> But that, that guy is a, a Bronco, you know, so like as, as, a, as a former Bronco myself, I, I want him to have a job, <laughs> so, but I would prefer if there's someone on our medical staff that actually was. I, I, yeah, just you're right. It just seems like he just like, comes up with random dates. It was weird uh, to just be like, <laughs> to just to be like, you know, I think that guy's going to be ready by then. And it's like, they're like, no, I'm clearly not ready. Like, I'm pre- he's probably single-handedly. Single-handedly reason why Serge is pissed. <laughs> that's why when it happens, it's just going to be like February 17th, we'll be playing some random team like the Magic. Mm-hmm. And right before game time, Kawhi Leonard's going to trot out of the... Exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah. Trot out of the, the locker room wearing the wearing gear yeah. going, I'm ready to play. Exactly we'll how we'll all think- find out at the same time from Brian Seaman. <laughs> Do you think Kawhi is going to like got on the table in the locker room and Jason Powell went up to him and Kawhi's like, you better get that guy away from me right now. <laughs> I'm going to sit on this table and call my guys. Part of part of Kawhi's contract extension was a was a, a restraining order against Jason Powell. So, <laughs> stay away from me, dude. All right, I'll read. I'll read the next question, Brian. All right. All right. What grade would he give the Clippers so far this season? <clears throat> That's a good question. 
I'll go first. I also think these kind of questions are like really generic, but um, I was trying to think of something, so I came up with it. Um, I would give them a B because, like, obviously they've lost the teams they probably should have beaten, but they've also won games they should they probably should have lost, and they're above five hundred, and they've only had two people in health and safety protocols or three technically. Um, and that's better than some other teams uh, <laughs> that might get worse. Uh, they're not, as, they're not built different like the Lakers, but we're trying our best out there. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and we've got some signature wins already this season. I feel like we're doing okay with Kawhi. We're still figuring things out. We haven't had a healthy team yet and we're above the play in. And as long as uh, my, my take on it is even if the Clippers are playing bad, if the other teams around the fifth through like eighth seed are playing bad as well, then we're fine. Like it is what it is. Right. Uh, yeah. I would also give them a B. I would consider a C grade would be if we had a whole healthy team and we were where we are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Like if we had been healthy all season and we were still just two games over 500, that'd be pretty like, that's eh, that's a real average. But the, the obstacles they've had to overcome, you get a B for that. We're not at A level. We're not. It all depends on what you want us to be at the end of the year. My take is we just get to the dance, get to the dance, get to the dance, get to the dance. Hopefully Kawhi's back and we ask the prettiest girl there if she'll dance with us. Her name is Larry O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we dance with a pretty girl, you know, but it's a, it's a B so far. Okay. We hey. haven't cratered. No, that's true. Um, There's that's moments where we thought we would. But. Yeah. <laughs> Jake? No, I'm, I'm with these guys. A B also, considering all the injuries, the COVID stuff, like uh, the winning streaks, the losing streaks, the bad losses. I mean, you know, the bad losses don't bother me as much. This is basketball. When you're a 500 team, like this kind of stuff happens. You know, you, you like you win three in a row and then you drop two. But, I mean, that's why you're a 500 team for now. Uh, I think we've only played all together for, what, one game? Mm-hmm. Right? I think, yeah, like, mo- like Morris, Batum, and PG. Game, game two, five minutes. Okay. Five so minutes. It was all five season. minutes. Five, five minutes, bro. And it's just, like, you know, to really assess this team in, like, a real way, they have to play together. You know, it's it's the only fair way to do it. Um, I'm going to go with a B. They're, they're – they're, uh, they're meeting my expectations, maybe not other people's, you know, but they're meeting. That's, I mean, I, I have them projected like 45 wins and that's considering like with Morris and Batum, you know, because January is going to be so tough. Yeah. If we, if we get through January, maybe one or two games below 500 in the month of January or at 500 in January, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. I'll be happy too. I, I think that's, I think that's like best case coming into Right. Or into the all-star break is like about one over one under five. Yeah. How about you? I'll say this guys, you guys are all great professors that take into context the, the student struggles, you know, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're the people that give them a grade, uh, a grade that's a little better than they deserve because of the pandemic or something. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not the teacher said that uh, you get a fail. You know, you have those uh, those professors that gave you a fail because you missed a test, but you're like, but I got in a car accident. Well, yeah, well, that's not my problem. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the finals <laughs> when the final is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Trying> better. <laughs> that, that's that's uh, how that's the NBA's uh, health and safety protocols. 
guidelines? Let's do that. No, no I agree. I, I go with a B as well. Um, like everyone has mentioned in this team has uh, struggled with certain COVID-19 protocols, health. Um, and we desperately want to see this team at full strength, you know, minus Kauai. So we stayed afloat so far and we won some games, especially that Suns game. Uh, and then we beat the Mavs, which I am really happy about. I wish we can beat the Mavs with Luca in it and just rub it in their faces. It got pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. I'm enjoying Tyler's tinkering. I'm loving Keon Johnson's, uh, you know, oh, <laughs> defensive efforts. Um Brandon Boston's fantastic game against the Boston Celtics, you know. Great game. There, there's been a lot of great highlights <laughs> to be excited about. So, um, yeah, so I'll give it a B. Um, and, keep, and keep in mind, a bunch of people in the rotation this year off the bench and stuff like that were not in rotation last year. Like, Luke right. Nard was getting DMPs. Terrence Mann was getting DMPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're playing rookies now. We're playing Justice Winslow, who didn't even play a game last year, like, till the end, like – playing a bunch of people who were not playing um basketball every day last year and we're just I mean, like, on good. the team and, i'm having fun this season man yeah. like you know I'm, I'm having fun watching these guys win lose whatever like the wins are almost like sweeter you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying when, when i don't it almost feels sweeter when we win so like i love it i'm having fun man that's a good season All what right. do you think of what do you think of this strategy put brandon boston in for about two minutes in the middle of the first quarter and tell him, I want you to get up three shots. Mm. And if he hits two of them, you look at him and go, you're playing the rest of the game. Just <laughs> because when he's on a heater, he's on a heater. Uh, that, when that's... he's cold, it's the cold. He, he it's is, still a cold. He's a hooper. Mm-hmm. He's a hoop. He He's our version right now of Jamal Crawford and like, no, just Jamal Crawford. I was going to say Lou Williams, but it's more Jamal Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> he has to graduate to Lou Will. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see here. Steve Ballmer contacts you and demands a shakeup of the roster. Who's moving and what for? Tough. Like tough. Steve, what you say? Steve Ballmer's just like, I, I'm just tired of watching what I'm watching. You need to shake something up. I trade Jason Powell for a used bag of balls. <laughs> like the PE balls, like the PE yeah. basketballs, like the reds, the red rubber like super smooth. Like dodgeballs instead of doing whatever he's doing training wise. It's like basketballs, but they've been kicking it, so it's like it's inflating different portions. <laughs> I kid, I kid. All right, um, so I've been I've been building this hot take or this take uh-huh. for all the podcasts. There is a player in the league that makes roughly the same amount of money as Serge Ibaka. And his, their team is unhappy with him, too. And the only reason he's playing is because of health and safety protocols with some of the other players. Kimball Walker. Oh, you're talking. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's, only, he's only making $8 million a year, 8 to $9 million a year. He's an offensive first player, which at some points we do need that. And if we had that guy come in and off the bench and we started Luke Kennard and stuff like that, Kimball Walker's not going to play an ounce of defense, but sure, whatever. But if we brought in Kimball Walker, this is just to shake things up. We brought in Kimball Walker to bring an offensive punch off the bench. And I'm sure like the other players on our team who are good at defense can make up for the, the black hole he is on defense. 
I, I wouldn't mind bringing a Kimball Walker to this team for the amount of money. I'd rather have a Kimball Walker than a John Wall because John Wall is a con as a contract vacuum. Don't get me started on John Wall. <laughs> so like bringing Kimball Walker, maybe we can fit him in some way. Fit him it's, in. Yeah. It's funny that you say that. So I'm not too sure if you guys are familiar with uh, B-ball breakdown. Have you guys mm. heard of it? It's a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. So he was uh, basically because Kimball Walker got a lot of, got a couple of DMPs. Um, he got completely kicked out off the rotation. And so he was just analyzing as to why Kimball Walker was, um, you know, getting DMPs. So he, when he was ana- uh, analyzing the games, he was pointing out that a lot of the issues wasn't actually Kimball Walker, but, mo- but mainly Julius Randle's lack of ball movement. He'd hold the ball for like 12 to 13 seconds and then kick it out when he has nothing. And then, you know, Kimball Kim Walker has the ball and he's fucking forced to. Excuse my language. <laughs> That's good. I'm probably not going to beat this one out. This is a long podcast. So this is going to, this is the podcast going to have those E's next to the, next to the podcast. It's a, it's a holiday party. You know, you gotta get, you gotta get loose. He, so we're going to get demonetized. <laughs> so hearing that. And also I've, I've always liked Kimball Walker. I think Kimball Walker is a, I mean, he just doesn't have like a lot of attitude that most like star players would have. Pro. You know, you know, he, obviously, yeah, he's a pro. When uh, when there was when Kyrie Irving was like on the Celtics, I always said the best player to get would be Kimball Walker because I think Kimball Walker is a is not afraid to not have the ball. You know, whereas in Kyrie Irving always, you know, wants the ball. <laughs> so. He also, so, he also doesn't want a vaccine and doesn't want to play for his team <laughs> in, a, in, in, the, in his own home court. But Kyrie Irving's a loaded player, but I get what you're saying. I, I feel like he has a rotary phone because he's afraid of 5G. <laughs> <laughs> they were all having fun and you had to go too far. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I that's actually a pretty surprising take, Brian. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing, seeing Kimba Walker on the team. Well, let's put it this way. Like, you lower the minutes of Brandon Boston. You're going to have Kawhi come back. And you don't play him and Luke Kennard together unless you're just like, hey, we'll just give up every point on the on the other end of the court, but we'll at least have spacing. Yeah, I and I think I, I read an article about basically how the Clippers are just restoring careers, you know? They mm-hmm. restored uh, Reggie Jackson's career. They restored Nick Batum's career. So... By the end of this there. season, you're going to say the same thing about Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> and Justice Winslow. There's my, there's my hot take. And I think and Justice Winslow, in my opinion, too. I think Justice Winslow is going to come around. I'm surprised. He's 25 years old. He's had a hip surgery, hip replacement yeah. surgery. Yeah, my, my, I think the, the biggest thing you just told us, uh, Jesse, though, is you're basically saying that Julius Randle is the Rajah Rondo of the New York Knicks. <laughs> holds the ball for 14 seconds and then kicks it out i like how laker fans are like starting to hate rajon rondo it just makes it even sweeter <laughs> well, well sometimes my my thing with the lakers stuff and i'm not getting too deep into it is just like what did you expect when you got all these guys you just pick people up just to pick people up you 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 play 2k too many times you got your russell westbrook and you were like all right well now we're under the cap let me just sign a bunch of these guys and oh kendrick nunn said yes okay the, the problem is they were playing in 2K13. <laughs> 2K13. <laughs> now, the 2013 version of this Lakers team is like an 80 win team. They'll lose sure. two on flukes. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's not 2013 anymore. You know? Yeah. 
How about you, Jake? You had to shake up the team. What would you do? You know, um, right now I'm against shaking up anything because obviously, 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 but but um, if I I had Jake, if if Steve Bummer was pissed though, Steve Bummer woke up one day. If I had to shake it up, and he wanted a real shake up, and it was something drastic, I'm going for a third star. So I'm going all in. I'm gutting my whole depth because why not? You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you know, it's, and it's funny me even saying that because with K here, like I'm not doing any of that, you know. But but. So who's the third star? Who's someone that you think? Could not a star, but I'm going for Miles Turner, Sabonis. Obviously, they're on the block already, so that's that's an option. Um, Simmons. Simmons, right? Like I just, I just I really don't know. I don't think we have the assets to make a big That's swing. What I'm saying. Like, like I don't know what exactly. Yeah, it's just kind of like what can you know who I'm really big on? And um I always talk about this with my friends here and there because we all, you know, we're in a group chat and just texting NBA stuff. It's um Siakam. Oh, Pascal Siakam, Siakam yeah. Oh, yeah. Siakam. Do you think him and Kawhi are cool? Like, I always wonder if, like, just because players play together before doesn't mean they're cool. Like, sure. but, but I just feel like, do you think they just text each other and then Kawhi's like, oh. hey, let's tamper? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure if they're cool, but definitely, like, I love his skill set and I think it would complement a lot. He can yeah. stretch a little bit. He's athletic. He runs. He's great in transition. He, he rebounds the ball. He dunks the ball. Like, he can, I mean, he's a good fit. And um, and he oh. would kind of he would kind of solve our uh, power forward slash four position problem that I yeah, think we have. Or you know, so it's kind of like I would love. I mean, if you could play PGK, like you know, Siakam at the five and Batum at the four, like mm-hmm. damn, like I mean, you know, we have spacing all over the court, and you can and switch on defense. Yeah, and yeah, and you can switch on defense. So I I've always looked at Siakam and I was like, that's a I mean, it'd be a good fit. I don't know. If uh, a player I like too is like uh, Sabonis. I think has a very trade. He has a very good trade friendly contract. I believe he gets paid under twenty million. Yeah. So like we can make that work. It's just a matter of the Pacers, like just being really bad GMs and just taking whatever we offer them. Like the, what we could have done is just been like, hey, Brandon Boston had a twenty-seven point game and just trade him the day after and then let him deal with uh, his. <laughs> his skit he's on now but now i like brandon boston and i like Keon. The, the, there was two two plays where they passed the ball to each other in the kings game but i that i was like oh man i love that shit i love that shit i hope they don't trade him yeah <laughs> all right what food franchise do you want to see at the intuit dome i already talked about this. i want to see raising canes at the intuit dome oh okay. come on <laughs> Well, I'm you know I'm in the valley. I'm in the valley. So in the valley, they don't got any raising cane. They just opened one in Burbank, or it's under construction. Yeah, barely. Okay. Like, I'm like I'm like but, five uh, miles away from it right now. <laughs> but but I'll let you know when it's done. I'm, and, I'm and, and Jake's point too. And Jake's point is, me and Jesse got Blaze Pizza at the Staples Center recently, and it was so <laughs> greasy and stuff that we had to sit and stand in the middle and just like eat our food randomly. Like it would raising canes is perfect to bring back to your seat and eat there. <laughs> Chicken, it's chicken fingers and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so the, the problem with raising canes, man, their lines are so long and it yeah, irritates no. me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Popeyes. Popeyes. Oh. Popeyes. Bring it, bro. 
Hell yeah. Popeyes. Red beef and rice all day. Maybe Red they could split rice. the line. They could mm. split the lines. Like if you had both of them there, <laughs> like one Frank side Buck. of the arena and then the other side. <laughs> I don't or want any no shake shacks. No, no shake shacks. I went to Madison Square Garden and there was a shake shack. The line was like in my mm. I'm good. No, we're doing yeah, no, for sure. If I could have absolutely any restaurant in Intuit Dome, it would be Roscoe's. What about you, Jesse? Everyone knows a good game needs good wings. Mm-hmm. Wings up. Oh. Wings up. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good pick, too. That is a good one. Yeah. They're partnering with the Lakers, so they can't really do any stuff. But, no, uh, well, that might not be the case in four years. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'll get a wing sot bag, but it has a Laker logo on it, and I'll just wait. Man, oh, I'm still gonna enjoy you, but this is said, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna get go, up with a sharpie. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with a hipster one, oh. uh, because and the thing is, this one might be controversial because I believe the owner is a Warriors fan. But there's a sandwich. Oh my goodness! Ike sandwiches <laughs> is my favorite sandwich. They started in the Bay. They have a few locations now in Southern California. They have Ike. one. Yeah, they have one five. Yeah. They, they actually have one in Burbank, I believe. I Burbank, yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. Ike sandwich is my favorite sandwich in the world. And yeah, now, now they have one. Now they have a few in Southern California. Bring one into the Intuit Dome. My uh, my favorite sandwich is actually the Harrison Barnes sandwich. It's pretty good. So yeah, the owner is a Bay Area dude, so I believe he's a Warriors fan. So uh, that might be controversial, but you know, Steve Ballmer is just like, hey, make some quiet yeah. Leonard sandwiches. Fuck the Warriors. That's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sandwich you can get it at the end. Uh, I'll get a number yeah. one, fuck the Warriors, number two, fuck yeah. the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, what's that place? Give uh, me the- Fat Sal's. You guys ever have Fat Sal's? Oh, Fat Sal's amazing. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. The slaps. Uh, the, no, I agree. All right. The, so we can the, do this wait, all the, night. The, I'm the, starving. Tommy Burger, the hat, whatever. Let's uh, go. We gotta ooh, go. The hat. The hat oh, would be a good Real call. quick, though. The F the Lakers would be the meat option, and F the Warriors would be the vegetarian option. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last question. Uh, oh, that's brutal. Trent asked this one. I hey, asked this question. I have a question. All right. You want to read it? You guys are super smart. And you, I hold on. I don't have the document up. That's my. That's on me. That's okay. And I don't need that stuff. Never mind. Am I still here? Yeah, you're still here. Yeah. What the hell did I just do? <laughs> Look at me. I just opened like 14 different things. Anyway. Okay, so I turn 47 next month. That's not. And an, I'm not trying to get a happy birthday or anything. That's fine. So I'm an old man. I don't understand the Hooper versus basketball player discussion. I don't think I do. So can we go through the Clippers roster and somebody tell me who's the Hooper and who's the basketball player? I got you. I got you. Yeah, we can do, we can do this. This, this. This might get debatable at some points. But uh, a general, my general idea has always been a basketball player is an all-around basketball player. Whereas a hooper is just like a guy who could score at three different levels and is always looking for a shot kind of thing. Um, and okay. There's more to it than that. Okay. It's more natural ability. Okay, no. I think here's my take on it. I think it's about attitude. Yeah, that, that, comes into it too. That, that comes into it too. Yeah. So, so here you go. Here you go. Hooper, hooper basketball player. Start at the top. Kawhi. 
Basketball player. Basketball player. PG. Basketball player. Basketball player. My take two. <laughs> Nick is Nick is definitely a basketball player. Nick is a basketball player. Yep. Zoo is definitely a basketball player. Basketball player. Yep. Marcus Morris. Hooper. Basketball player. I'm gonna go basketball player. I'm gonna go basketball player too, but I, I see Jesse's argument. I can see how he like, yeah, I know. I see it. I see it. Yeah. I don't okay. know. For me, I when I think of a hooper, I think of a guy that like I don't know, has that street ball attitude, you know. <laughs> Let's talk. Touch like, the, also, touch uh, also is more likely to go in ISO when he should. Yeah, exactly. And that, and the, sometimes Marcus does that. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 I would say basketball player, but I, I see Jesse's take. Mm-hmm. I would say Hooper. I'm with Jesse. Luke Kennard, basketball player. Basketball, basketball player. player. <laughs> basketball player. T man. Basketball player. I'm gonna go basketball player because his offensive game is not as polished to be a Hooper. You know, okay, you're, you're right. I'll go basketball player. Too. Yeah, he swayed me. Basketball player. He's a four-year college player, too. So those are basketball players. He's a sure. he's a basketball player we wish was more of a hooper. There yeah. we go. Yeah, that makes sense. That. He was a hooper Bled. in that jazz game, though. Glad so. <laughs> basketball player. I'm gonna go basketball player. Yeah, I'll say basketball player too, because he's an all-around player. Uh, now we about to get to the hoopers. Now we about to get to we go. <laughs> yeah, basketball player. I agree, basketball player. <laughs> really? Yeah. In my book, Bledsoe is the one guy on this team that I would want to play in one-on-one under any circumstances, no matter what. Because he'll just quick, he'll, he's chest, quick, he's strong, he'll, he'll blow you up. Yeah. And do whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you get into the the other guy. Well, Serge. Serge is a basketball player. Hooper. Basketball player. <laughs> basketball player. Hartenstein. That's tough. I would say basketball player just because of his passing ability. Yeah, we'll, I'll give him that. Yep, that's good. Yep. I agree. So, so do Hooper? Can Hoopers not pass? That's just hardly seems. I, I just feel like a Hooper is more likely is most likely to go into ISO off instinct than pass the ball off instinct. Well, we're getting there. We're almost there. Or, or, or they're coming up. They're coming, they're coming up. They're, 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 okay. they're. Justice Winslow, basketball, basketball player. player. Basketball player. Now comes the fun guys. Amir yep. Coffey. Ooh. Hooper. Is it just okay. like Terrence I'm, I'm going to give you a BS answer. In the NBA, he's a basketball player. In the G League, he's a Hooper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good answer, though. But I, that's, I was going to say basketball player. I was gonna go is, he, is he like T-Man? He's a basketball player that we wish had more Hooper in him. Yeah. yeah in the, in the G League, yeah. though, he lights it up, and he'll he'll just look yeah, at Yeah, in the G League, he, and... he doesn't pass. So he's... Yeah, he's just, he yeah. just does his own thing. So, Okay, yeah. we don't know about the kid Preston yet, but he's yeah. probably a basketball, a basketball player. player. He's a basketball yeah, yeah. for sure. Was... Keon. Oh, basketball player. I'll say basketball player right basketball. now. Yeah. I watched him basketball player. He's a basketball player. I'm, I'm sure that the answer to that, what the answer to this is, Boston. Oh, Hooper, 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 Hooper. Hooper pure Hooper. Right? We, we were getting there. Yeah. And Jay Scrub. Hooper. We missed Reggie too. We missed Reggie. Hooper. Reggie, does he deserve a category unto its own? Yeah, he's just a. Is he a Hooper? He, like, I would he, he invented Hooper. chaos basketball. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hooper. He's a hooper. Reggie's a hooper. Yeah, he's, he's a, a hooper. hooper. I mean, is that why we love him so much? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes. you always love your hoopers. I mean, Jamal Crawford was a hooper. Lou Williams was a hooper. I, I, th- I think sometimes as fans, too, we cater to players that we know have flaws and sometimes don't do the right thing. And then when they finally do the, the thing that we want them to do, it's a bigger deal. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like, it's like when the playoffs, when all of a sudden he had, I think it was game – six against the Dallas Mavericks when he was the only one who could score in the first quarter or uh-huh. something like that. And we were like, oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, and just from then on, it was just like he's the second best player on the team. And yeah. yeah. I would I would also argue that Hartenstein is a hooper, man. You can, yeah, I mean that's fair. You can, there's just it. there's just something organic in his game. That's what I see Hooper as it's is it's organic. It's not like a mental planning, thinking it all through. It's more of a, hey, I'm going to do this thing and see how it works out mentality. Okay. And sometimes I get you in trouble, right? What about Moses- getting in trouble all the time? <laughs> what about Moses Wright? He's technically on a 10-day right now. I've only seen him in the preseason. I never got to watch him in G League. In the preseason, uh, I would say basketball player. Though. Well, I would say basketball player. Yeah, it's passing I'm gonna go basketball player. Yeah, because you could also make the case if we're adding G League to the equation that Keon would probably be a hooper in the G League. Yeah. Uh, how about how about this? How about this? A couple former Clippers. Trez. Hooper. Hooper, right? Hooper. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I always think of Hooper. My first my first thing when it comes to Hoopers is players that can't play a lick of defense but are in the game <laughs> for 20 minutes because of how good they are on offense. Those are usually your hoopers. <laughs> I always say what's crazy to me is I watched I watched uh, Trez at Louisville, mm-hmm. and uh, he played defense. I mean, I guess you get to the NBA and it's just kind of like, but you know, I mean, NCAA he played defense. He was locked down in the rim at the rim. He was a very good defender. I think that the thing we miss when we talk about Trez, I think the thing we miss about Trez is that he was a legit pick and roll made both halves better right. guy. Yeah. And we haven't seen that since we lost Trez. Lou Will and Trez had like magic. Whatever they were doing was just perfect. Like they were in each other's head. And the closest thing we've seen since then, Kawhi and Zoo had really nice chemistry last year. Yeah. And PG and Zoo seem to have something going this year. Yeah, yeah. I think we really miss pick and roll basketball because we don't run a whole lot of it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'll be I'll be honest, like. I really liked Trez when he was on the Clippers, but just the move to go to the Lakers for less money the year after just felt like a very spiteful move. We and, didn't offer him. But I felt like he could have made we more money anywhere him. else. He could have made more money anywhere else. And he decided to go play for the Lakers. And I was like, come on, dude. I know what you're trying to do and say with this thing right now. And the fact that he was getting mad at Paul George for trying to give him advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was the whole sit, like I went from loving mantras to being like I don't want this guy on our team within like literally one month of basketball, and it it's kind of frustrating because I I really enjoyed having him, but yeah. No, he's a, he's. I mean, I I definitely I feel you on that. Um, I was a big fan of his too. I know that move kind of hurt me too as a fan, but I get it, bro. It's a business, and you know you go where the business takes you and. I don't. Whatever. I don't think Montrez saw the offers on the free agent market that he thought he was going to. Same here. I mean, the playoffs probably hurt him a lot. I think the playoffs just murdered yeah. his value because he was. I think he, his headspace was all wrong in the bubble, and it just it 
it just did it, man. I, I don't think there's a coincidence that he's playing really well for Washington and he couldn't make it yeah. work for Doc Rivers in the playoffs and the Lakers last year. And I think it's because he does bring something to the team. And I, 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 I you're, you're, you're probably right. He didn't get the offers he thought he would have got. So maybe he felt I'll take somewhat of a pay cut and go play for the team that just won the championship. But I, uh, there's no way that maybe like the Orlando Magic or something didn't offer him five or six million dollars more to go play, be the starting guy for their team or something like that. I, 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 if I, if I, if Montrez Harrell was on the market and I was a below average team, I would have brought Montrez in for, because yeah. no one else is going to go play for you. You know what I mean? So I read somewhere that like Charlotte offered him 12, 12 over three, and he turned it down to go to the Lakers. But, but the I mean, Lakers was know. like 10 a year for two, though. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. I, so, that's major, and you might as well just stay. I mean, you're you're home pretty much. Like you know, you're just playing the other yeah. way. So you're you're, you're gonna have to sit the traffic to go to your home games anyway. So at least they're at <laughs> seven p.m. instead of noon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Trez. I think uh, I I just hope he does well for you know the rest of his career. I think he's happy in Washington. I like to see it. Yeah. I'm all about Clippers going to the East Eastern Conference and being successful. I'm all about that. It's just when you stay in the conference and join teams that I don't like. It's basically I, it's everybody but Chris Paul for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got one for you guys. This is a good one right here. I, I guess the last one is, is it. George King going to the Mavs? Like, come on, man. George King gave us good preseason minutes, but uh, Austin Rivers Hooper. Or basketball. Oh, oh, he's a hooper. He's a hooper, definitely. Hooper. I disagree. I think he's I, a basketball. Player. He's a basketball player that wants to be a hooper, and it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen some games where he's a hooper, and all you need is a few games of being a hooper to be a hooper. That game against the Trailblazers. <laughs> I think it was wow. game five. Chris Paul goes down. Okay. Blake Griffin goes down. He's playing his heart out, and he played really good against the against the Blazers. So uh, that game, that game always. Stays ingrained for me. Whenever I think of Austin Rivers, I think about that 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 Blazers game. So and, me, and, I, and I always felt bad for Austin Rivers because I feel like his dad put him in an awkward position by trading so much for him and then bringing him in to be like your sixth man, basically. And then yeah, everyone I thinks, thought he played well. I thought he yeah. played well. Like, I thought he was yeah. fine. I still think he could be a very good basketball player to this he day. Too. Like yeah, he like whole player for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a fan. We're, he, we're, we're going to see him in a few days. He plays for Denver. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll wave at him at the game. <laughs> so do you guys have any more thoughts for this holiday party of the LA Clips Uh Everybody have a safe holiday. Absolutely. You too. Everybody have a safe holiday for sure. Hopefully the Clippers have a decent stretch. Uh, we're not sure if we're going to be bringing any more episodes in this holiday season. That's up to mine and Jesse's availability. We'll we'll talk about that. Um, thank you too for coming on. I we appreciate you joining our holiday party. Always a pleasure. Thank Love you having you guys on here, man. Yeah. Thank you guys, man. Uh, and yeah, can you give me some jingles? I got. I brought the bells. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. Oh, oh, oh. It's snowing in my apartment. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have, have that start the podcast and then it's gonna get into the the theme song. <laughs> oh, and we're going to debut our new outro in this episode. Oh, that, oh, cool! That hey, was wow. made that was made by Trent Maddox. Our, Wait, oh. 
don't don't get too excited, Jake. You haven't heard it yet. I'm ready to hear. It. <laughs> Uh, and uh, uh, I was gonna say, Trent, you're you're our honorary uh, member. If one of us dies, you have to fill in. That's the rule. It's in your contract. <laughs> and, and so, yes, yeah. I got the updated numbers. Thank you. <laughs> uh, My lawyer's not happy with me for agreeing without saying without seeing the paperwork. <laughs> And and uh, you can follow you can find this podcast where you find your podcast. You can find us on Instagram at LA Clips Forum or Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Where can they find you, Trent? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Drunken underscore Trent or at my show, my podcast. Trent takes on uh, all one word. Where can they find your podcast? Oh, you find my podcast anywhere except Pandora because oh. fuck those guys. I don't think you find us on Pandora either. So <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, Jake. They want to know how many episodes, how many downloads I'm going to do, and I'm not telling them. So, yeah, kiss, no. kiss my butt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you got going on? Uh, nothing, man. At JKEBRNS, uh, Twitter, JKEBRNS.com. Uh, we drop close January 14th. Um, yeah, definitely stay tuned. Um, right before playoffs, hopefully I have an announcement for you guys. Let's see what happens. Um, January 14th for now. January 14th. Now and we all know what to get me for my birthday, which is just a few days after that. So January 14th. Well, what, when are, when are, when, when's your birthday, Trent? January what? 19. Yes, seven. Oh, 19. it's close. 19. 19. 19. Okay. All the way to the end of the teens. Me, me and Trent are still waiting for those misprinted shirts that you were just going to oh, give yeah, away. The, the, the <laughs> He's got to give them to us in person. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we for sure have to link soon. All of us, okay. yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe we'll all meet up at a. Shake shake. We, we all meet up at. We all meet up at a. Shake shake. I was gonna like say like we meet up at a Lakers game or something. So. <laughs> no, no, one knows who we are. No, no, knows who we are. There, we take a halftime picture at the Laker game. <laughs> all right, Lucy, we're done. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was the Eclipse Forum. And oh, have a happy, happy holidays. Holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans by fans. Clipper Nation. We'll catch you on the rebound. Oh, yeah.